Welcome to What I Wish I Learned in Law School. My name is Audrey Earhart, and I, just like you, am a practicing attorney, but I'm also the CEO and founder of Practice 42. At Practice 42, our goal is to build and sustain successful law practices across the nation. We do that in so many different ways, and I can't wait to talk to you more about that. Right now, I want you to know we're going to go ahead and focus on how you can become the next guest on my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School, and share so much of your journey with our audience. I'm so excited. It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and jump in. With us right now, it's TC Reynolds from uh, Stratton and Reynolds, and you're based in Lexington, South Carolina. TC, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. What what got you into elder law? Um, So honestly, my partner did a lot more elder law before she broke off and we kind of started our own practice. So she worked for an elder law firm. Um, I had an interest in estate planning in law school, but not the elder law part. So that kind of came later. And she just told me how useful this was and how much she loved working with the clients and kind of helping people out in some of these really tough situations. And so, yeah, really through her, I got to learn a lot about elder law. And she finally this year got me to the NALA conference so I could learn even more about it. That's great. Um, when you were back in law school, what did you imagine working in the law was going to be like versus what it really is? Well, I'll tell you, I actually went to law school to become a real estate attorney. So that's what I was going to do was closings. Uh-huh. Um, and I started law school in 2007. And as you know, about a year later, the whole real estate market just imploded. And I said, well, shoot, I don't think that's going to work anymore. And so <laughs> ended up, uh, did an internship with a group that did only estate planning up in Maryland, in Annapolis, and just really loved the practice and said, this is something I can see myself doing. And yeah. so, you know, long story short, that's how we ended up here. You know, for this area of the law, what, what are some of the unique characteristics in terms of like, you know, how you work with clients, who you work with, how you grow a, a, an estate planning or an estate or a, um, an elder law firm? So I guess a couple of things that might set this area apart from others. Uh, two big characteristics is you'll mainly be working with the public, right? So you're not going to be working with big companies. You're not going to be working with any of these um, organizations. You're really working with individuals and a lot of times with the children of the individuals. Um, and also you're going to find elder law. You just don't see the openings for that in large firms. You know, none of the big firms are looking for elder law attorneys or even estate planning attorneys. So we're primarily going to be solo or small practices that just kind of do more of a boutique type thing. Yeah. And um, so let's imagine you're, you're speaking to a, a group of graduating law school students and uh, you're going to give them some advice for the first, you know, three to five years of their, of their career. What kind of things might you say? Eh. Yeah. So I'll tell you a couple of things. One is um, even if you don't think you ever want to go out or you think you know exactly what you want to do, I still really encourage law students to especially in law school or that first year out, you know, check out some different practice areas. Um, this first couple of years where you really determine where you're going to end up. And so you might've really thought you wanted to do this one type of practice area in law school. Um, especially that last year of law school, I say though, explore some other opportunities, explore some clinics. I see so many people that really thought they wanted to do something in law school and they get out of it a few years and say, I don't really like this anymore, but now I don't really know what to do because that's where I focused all my energy. And also, uh, even if you plan to work for a firm forever, I still really encourage you to think about working on your practice, which is something you know, we talk about a lot here, 
which just means don't just do the work, but try to figure out how to build the referral networks, how to build, you know, those relationships with other attorneys, because it's so important, you know, I can think of several friends that went really large firms and uh, whenever the economy just wasn't the best, they laid off a lot of people. And for the ones that were good at networking, that wasn't such a bad thing. They could start a new practice. The ones that they took kind of all drags mm-hmm. in that basket, it was a mm-hmm. lot harder mm-hmm. to figure out where to go at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. I hear that advice a lot. Network, 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 network. Your, your network is your net worth. Um, you know, one thing I want to talk about is, uh, you know, obviously, you know, there's your client facing type of work. And then there's all of the minutia that, that comes with, you know, particularly, again, if you're, um, you know, if you're a solo practitioner, or you're, you know, again, you know, kind of running and launching your own firm. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, of course, with Practice 42, really into systems, smart systems, delegation, that sort of thing. So you can be a lot more efficient. But but what are some of the, I don't know, some of the, 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 the systems that you rely on or help you to do your job better or ultimately you know, create a better experience for your clients. So, so, I mean, software is critical. You know, you just mentioned that. And we've talked a lot about, you know, some of the solutions that I know y'all work with, Wealth Council, Elder Council, some of these groups. The truth is, no matter how much education you do, no matter how much you're keeping up on the case law and the things that are coming out, um, as, an, as a small firm or a solo firm, you're never going to be able to keep your documents as up to date and as... Um, custom tailored as you can through some of these software programs mm. and they just do it better than you're going to be able to do it and a lot cheaper than you're going to be able to do it. Um, but also, yeah, just kind of like you said, just having that client management system, having processes, that's going to be so critical to building your practice because, you know, basically the thing is anything you find yourself doing more than once or twice should be systematized somehow so that too, when you get new attorneys in your practice, like we have five different attorneys in our practice, you know, as you get more attorneys, you want to make sure that everybody's doing things the same way. They're charging the same amounts, or at least you've got some sort of schedule for it. I mean, that's what I see so often in practices as they start to grow is nobody really knows what anybody else is doing. And so they all kind of do the same thing, but just a little differently, which can lead to um, really uncomfortable conversations with clients where somebody says, well, my friend went to your partner last month and they only charged this. Why did you charge this? You know? Um, what, how would you differentiate Reynolds and Stratton from any other elder law firm out there? Yeah. So I think one thing that makes us a little different, not, I don't want to say any of these firms are completely different, right. But is that we, you know, we really focus on the areas that we focus on and we really try to create really good client experiences. I mean, you know, we try to do custom drafted documents. We do things that are really individually tailored to each client. And I'm not going to say other firms don't do that, but I think at least in our area, we're, we're one of the best at it. Um, yeah, I just think we do a really good job with the client experience. And again, part of that is we have the staffing and the knowledge and the systems to make that process smooth for clients. Yeah. And so, um, you know, for the future of, of Stratton Reynolds, like where do you see the firm going over the next two to three years? Yeah, so I think the goal for us is uh, we've already opened one satellite location in another town about an hour from us, Aiken, and we'll probably continue to do more of that as we spread. Um, we kind of decided for this practice model, it doesn't make sense necessarily to have one big office as much as many offices, so it's more convenient for people to get there and just to 
you know, keep expanding some of the services we offer and hopefully trying to reach the right clients out there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say someone's listening to our conversation and they love to connect with you, you know, either for your partner opportunities or networking or, uh, you know, maybe someone that would be, you know, looking for new employment or, you know, that may be hiring in the future. What are the, some of the best ways to engage with you or, and or your firm? So the best ways to contact us and uh, all of our information is on our website at mm-hmm. strattonreynolds.com. So, strattonreynolds.com, all one word. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. great. So I, I'd really suggest checking that out. I mean, that's got a, all the phone numbers, all the you know ways to contact us, and that's the best way to get in touch. Awesome. TC Reynolds, strattonreynolds.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's Audrey Earhart here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School. Listen, if you are a successful attorney and you want to share your message and you have something that you want to give back here, I would love you to be to have you there to be a part of my program. And that's again, the What I Wish I Learned in Law School platform. That's our podcast. This is where you're really going to have the opportunity to share our amazing message. And listen, if you got something out of this interview, it's really important that you share our podcast with your social media. It's not just about our social media where we're going to be putting this out on our Instagram, Practice 32, our Facebook, Practice 32. You'll even see it on my LinkedIn, Audrey. You'll also see it Practice 32's LinkedIn as well. We really want you to be part of this community so we can get your unique message out. We're putting out so many, so much content on a weekly basis. I know you're going to find something that piques your interest. You can learn from, share with your audience too. And listen, you can just do a quick screenshot of your phone number and text it to a friend so they can take a look at everything. They can see what you're up to on social media. They can see what we're up to. And really, this is the way that we're going to help our lawyer community learn what they need to know. There's so much that none of us learned in law school about how to run a business, how to optimize our processes, how to get the right marketing for our practice, how to use legal technology, which changes on a daily basis. Listen, let's get connected. Let's stay connected. I'm so appreciative of you for being here. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.